Today, we're diving deep into the true story behind the new movie, The Iron Claw, uncovering the hidden truths and the psychology behind the Von Erich family dynasty and the Von Erich family curse. But this isn't just any film breakdown, there's a mystery lurking beneath the surface. How did a family at the pinnacle of wrestling fame face such profound loss after loss after loss? If you stick around, you'll not only learn about this tale of tragedy, but also discover how it mirrors challenges we face in our own lives. The Iron Claw is more than a story of wrestling. It's a Shakespearean saga that Hollywood itself had to tame down because the real-life story is too tragic to believe. Your time watching this isn't just entertainment, it's an investment in understanding the complex interplay of fame, family, and mental health. And who am I? My name is Dr. Salman Aziz Mirza. I am triple board certified in adult psychiatry, child and adolescent psychiatry, and addiction medicine. And you're about to find out why this movie had me crying in the theater and the drive back home, and maybe while I'm filming this one too. Cut! Before jumping in, it goes without saying that there will be spoilers for the movie if you are not familiar with the true life story already, as well as a trigger warning as we will be talking about multiple deaths, including some suicides. So just be aware of that. Okay, back to business. In the world of professional wrestling, one family name stands out as both legendary and tragic, the Von Eriks. But who were the Von Eriks, and why does their story resonate so deeply, not just in wrestling, but in the conversations about family and male mental health. Based out of Texas, the Von Erich family, originally the Atticusons, dominated the professional wrestling world in the 1980s. With their charismatic presence and unique style, they were not just athletes. They became icons of an era, revered by fans worldwide. But beneath the surface of fame and success, there was a hidden struggle. A series of heart-wrenching tragedies began to unfold, striking the family one after another. Of the six sons born to Fritz and Doris, five were buried by the parents. The eldest son, Jack, died by drowning at the age of six in a freak accident, with the death of David Von Erich at 25 years old while in Japan, and the suicides of Mike at 23, Chris at 21, and Carrie at 33, each incident adding to the lore of what many started to call the Von Erich curse. What was it about this family that seemed to attract such misfortune? Was it really a curse, or were there underlying issues that we, as a society, are only now beginning to understand. As we peel back the layers of this story, we find that it's not just about wrestling or fame. It's a profound lesson in the complexities of mental health, the pressures of living up to a family legacy, and the often unseen battles with personal demons. In understanding the Von Erichs, we uncover truths about ourselves and the silent struggles many of us face. It's a journey through triumph and tragedy, a reflection of the human experience. In the Iron Claw, the wrestling ring becomes a stage where battles are fought, not just for titles, but for identity and acceptance. But what does this tell us about masculinity, especially in a world where strength and dominance are often glorified? The Von Erich brothers, with their physical prowess and charismatic personas, epitomized the traditional male archetype, handsome and muscle-bound, looking as if they were carved from stone, just like Greek gods. However, beneath the surface of muscle and machismo, there lies a complex narrative. How do the societal expectations of masculinity impact the brothers? In a sport that exalts physical strength, how do they navigate the pressures of maintaining a tough exterior while dealing with personal struggles? The portrayal of masculinity in the Iron Claw and the real-life experiences of the Von Erich brothers offer significant insights into male mental health. Societal expectations and family expectations, which we'll get to in just a bit, 
often dictate that men should embody strength and dominance, discouraging the expression of vulnerability. This pressure can lead men to adopt a facade of toughness, masking their true emotions. Men are frequently told to suppress their emotions like sadness, leading to an unhealthy way of coping with physical and psychological pain, often through substances or other escapist behaviors. This cultural norm significantly contributes to mental health challenges, as it prevents men from seeking help or expressing their struggles openly. The von Erichs' story illustrates the detrimental impact of these societal expectations. By maintaining a tough exterior, they struggled internally, unable to openly address their mental health needs, which only exacerbated their problems and ultimately contributed to their deaths. What happens when a family continuously faces such profound losses, each tragedy compounding the last one? How did grief and sorrow shape the lives of the Von Erich brothers? The film portrays these elements with depth and sensitivity, with perhaps no more difficult scene than when their mother Doris stares at her funeral dress realizing that she has worn it multiple times now, and the moment just overwhelms her as all she can think is, the media will know I'm wearing the same thing. Behind this portrayal lies the stark reality of trauma's impact on mental health. How does enduring repeated tragedies affect a person's psyche? And how does one navigate the complex journey of grief and loss while under the public eye? Repeated exposure to trauma can lead to complex grief, where normal mourning processes become entangled with intense emotional pain, often leading to prolonged periods of sorrow, depression, and feelings of hopelessness. The pressure to maintain a public facade can further inhibit healthy grieving preventing individuals from seeking the support they need. The movie portrays the show-must-go-on mentality as on the night of David's funeral, the decision on who will take his place in the championship match he was due for is decided with a coin flip by Fritz, and in the process, forcing a division between the grieving brothers. Fritz von Erich, a wrestling legend, set a high bar for his sons. His expectations were not just about winning matches, but about continuing a prestigious family legacy in wrestling. But what happens when the weight of such expectations becomes a burden? How did the pressure of living up to a family legacy affect the mental well-being of the Von Erich brothers? In a world where performance in the ring was everything, how did these expectations influence their personal lives and relationships? Did these pressures contribute to the emotional struggles they faced? And what can their story tell us about the broader issue of parental expectations and mental health? Incorporating the psychology of trauma the situation with Fritz von Erich and his sons becomes a complex dynamic of expectations and conditional affection, which can be seen as a form of emotional trauma. The constant pressure to live up to a patriarch's dreams or to meet his high expectations can lead to chronic stress and feelings of inadequacy. When love or approval is perceived as conditional on success or maintaining a favorite status, it can create an environment of insecurity and competition among siblings. For the sons, striving to meet their father's expectations or fulfill his own dreams of never having won the world championship might have been experienced as a loss of their autonomy and identity. This dynamic can lead to internal conflicts where their desires and goals are suppressed in favor of pleasing their father. The psychological impact of such a dynamic can manifest in various ways, including anxiety, depression, and in some cases rebellious or self-destructive behavior as a form of coping or asserting independence. We see this in the film with Mike, who is more inclined to pursue a life in music, but is forced into the family business only to suffer an injury and nearly die from toxic shock in surgery and deal with the complications of lasting brain damage, who later died by suicide due to not being able to meet expectations. 
Mike's death by suicide contributed to the depression, substance use, and eventual suicide of Chris. The youngest brother, who was not shown in the movie because another tragedy may have been just too hard to believe for a casual audience. The notion of a favorite son can further exacerbate sibling rivalry and contribute to feelings of resentment and low self-worth among the other children. This dynamic can disrupt the natural support system that siblings usually provide for each other, adding to their emotional burden each son carried. While the brothers showed love and support for each other, as depicted in both real-life accounts and the film, the underlying competition for their father Fritz's affection and approval could not be overlooked. This rivalry, often inherent in families where parental approval is highly sought after, might have been intensified by the high-stakes environment of professional wrestling and the desire to be the favorite son. This situation can create a complex emotional landscape where the brothers might have felt torn between supporting each other and competing for their father's attention and validation. Such dynamics can lead to mixed feelings of camaraderie and rivalry, impacting their personal relationships and mental health. It illustrates how familial love and competition can coexist, shaping individual identities and interpersonal dynamics within a family. What lessons can we take from Von Erichs as we go into 2024? When discussing toxic masculinity, we must challenge these harmful stereotypes of the strong, silent man and encourage open discussions about male mental health and foster a more supportive environment. Recognizing and validating emotional expression in men as normal and healthy is crucial. It's essential to create spaces where men feel safe to share their feelings and seek support, breaking the cycle of silence and stigma surrounding male mental health. Regarding traumas, navigating grief and loss in such circumstances requires a supportive environment, understanding, and often professional help. It's essential to recognize that grief is a deeply personal experience and that there is no right way to grieve. Providing space for open conversations about loss and mental health, especially in the face of repeated tragedies, is crucial for healing and resilience. Offering an opportunity to seek help for problematic substance use is necessary as well. And lastly, allowing children an opportunity to be who they want to be, to be loved as equals, and to support them equally, to not create favorites nor competition for affection is something that all parents could benefit from incorporating. While the story is tragic, there is hope. Kevin, portrayed by Zac Efron in the movie, does survive and is alive today, with his wife, children, and grandchildren all living together on their family farm. The family was inducted into the WWE Hall of Fame in 2009, and their story is immortalized in Hollywood with honor and respect. If nothing else, the movie reinforces how much the brothers loved each other, and how much they wanted nothing more than to be together. The movie ends with hope, with Kevin's son playing together and then comforting their father when they see him crying telling him it's okay to cry, perhaps symbolizing a breaking of the family curse. Let us all take that message home with us. Thank you for joining me on this voyage, a little bit of a departure from the normal, but something that I felt needed to be shared right after I saw this movie that was so well done. If you enjoyed this or learned something from this, make sure to subscribe to the channel, drop a like, leave your comments and thoughts below on if you wanna see more breakdowns like this. I always appreciate your feedback and helps motivate me to make more content for you. Until next time, be safe and be well.